Salem. And Dusty. And you are listening to the Sock Drawer Podcast on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. This is Salem and Dusty, and you're listening to the Sock Drawer Podcast on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Today we've got uh, plenty of topics that we're going to be talking about, including gaming min-maxing and the culture of what's best versus what you find fun. And a new game to us, Brahalla, which is a cross-platform, which is totally cool. Yes, if you are, it's definitely a gamer who likes to play with other people, but you've uh, you've noticed that. Uh, one person plays on Xbox, one's on PlayStation, one's on the PC, and you're just trying to find games so you can play together. Uh, Brawlhalla is going to be one of those games. Oh, well. So we're going to be talking about Brawlhalla uh, later. Yep. But uh, before we uh, get into the meat and potatoes today, uh, I like to think of myself as a bit of a hero. You do? Yes, I do. So I uh, I came here, um, it was uh, two hours ago that I, I showed up here to, uh, to do the... Uh, the recording with yes. you today. Yes, and unexpectedly, and, uh, I got a call from the landlord. Yes, but well, okay. So here's here's how the the, the day actually starts off. Uh, first off, this is the first time I've actually brought my coffee maker here because you don't have one. No, you don't drink. Why coffee. would I drink coffee? It's awful. Coffee's delicious. It's good for you. It puts hair in your chest. I'm like, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, all right, instead of instead of like buying coffee, because I, I get coffee at uh, at Stewart's. Stewart's. <laughs> and uh, instead of doing that, I just I'm just I just have a coffee maker here. I literally bought a coffee maker. It was twenty five dollars, and it's just here and for it's when I clog up my counter space, and I have no need for it except for when you visit. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> you you don't need the counter space. I you're, don't. You're fine. Okay. You're fine. But anyway. And it's going to serve the purpose of me having my coffee when I come here to uh, record with you. Speaking of which, my coffee is... No. I, okay. <laughs> you left it over there. I left it over there. That's it's, your it's, fault. My life sucks But anyway, now. you brought the coffee maker. I brought and the I forgot maker. to tell you one little problem about you. Yeah. So <laughs> the uh, outlet... Is dead. Is dead. Yeah. And apparently you have been working with your landlord on yes. the dead outlet, to which... I got the phone call when we got started to do the podcast originally, so this is take two. This is actually take two. Which is not our norm. And he said, hey, in five minutes, a new maintenance guy is coming over. So I just went, oh, cool. Sorry, we'll delay podcast. We'll get this fixed. So maintenance guy comes over. Yep. <laughs> I open the door. He comes in. He's very brisk, I think the word would be. He's incredibly brisk. <laughs> I, I think he was on some kind of drug. I don't think that's the case. I just think that he's got too much to do and uh, to deal with little old me. Yeah, so this was the sort of scenario of... He did not know that Salem was visiting. I, so I, he had no idea there was anyone in the house but No me. idea that there was anyone anyone here but And the, knowing the landlord, the landlord said, yeah, she's going to be home and didn't mention... Well, how would he know I was having someone over? So this guy is pulling his big man talking to little woman routine. Yeah, he made me feel like I was small and stupid. I was listening in the other room and I decided, you know what? 
Fuck it. Because I'm I'm literally showing him the outlet, and he's going and he's pulling out something to test it, and he's goes going on about you know how my landlord is expecting him to do stuff he shouldn't be expected to do. And yeah. Just and then he starts turning it on me. Yeah. And so I walk into the doorway and I say, "What are you here to do again?" And he says, <laughs> "I'm here to test the outlet to see if it's working." Did you do that? Yes. Okay. Get out. <laughs> Because he, he was very derogatory. And I opened the door for him and everything. And he asked something about a window or whatnot. I was like, that's the neighbors. Get out. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope was, it was the neighbors because I don't know anything about the window. I wasn't I wasn't having that shit. Yeah. Nope. I don't like being Do not, made to be feel like I'm small and insignificant. Don't, don't fuck with my friends, please. I'm just glad you were there because if you weren't there, I probably would have not stood up for myself because I'm not good at that yet. Uh-huh. And I probably would have just taken it and t- told him to have a nice day because that's how I am. And that's that's sucky. I know. That's sucky. It's gonna mess with me up the rest of the day. But what I can guess, I do? I guess next next week we can we can start delving into uh, self defense one hundred and one mental self defense. I suppose. I was gonna say I, I know the physical defense. If he attacked me, I could have done something about it. But the mental stuff, I'm still messed you up. You would have fucked my his past. day up. Yeah, he attacked me. <laughs> I could have had him all day up. long, but no, he used the words, and the words still get to me. Words suck. I guess that's just going to be my personal hurt, PTSD man. for a long time. Uh, maybe so. Let's do something happy. Let's see. Uh, what about my shower thoughts? I don't want to know what you think about in the shower sale. Nobody wants to know what guys do in the shower or think about. I, I clean myself, and I think that's about it. You sure? Yes. Because I've heard other things go on in showers. Okay. But anyway, what do you think about? <laughs> no, 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 go on. What, what's, uh, what, uh, what are you hearing? Well. What are you hearing in, in, in people's showers? <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you going up to people's bathrooms and listening in as they shower? No, but. So, so who, but the, where is your source of information? Well, on what? well, the last time we had a plumber over, they installed the new um, uh-huh. shower head. Uh-huh. And he goes, people like it when you can detach them and stuff. Yeah. And let's, okay, let's talk about other things, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> so it's called shower thoughts just because that's what the internet calls it. I don't normally have oh, these it's... thoughts when I'm in the shower. Oh. Normally I have these thoughts as I am in the process of so, doing so... the action of what I'm thinking about, blah, blah, blah. Like, for instance, so this shower thought that I'm thinking of, how much time of my life have I spent doing blank oh so like right now where i'm thinking how much time have i put my foot in my mouth and can't get it back out exactly okay how much time of your life have you spent with your foot in your mouth i'm beginning to think a lot trying to pull it out (laughs) uh for me it was uh i was uh, because i'm we all know that i'm a truck driver uh sitting at a left turn and i'm just sitting at a left turn waiting to make a left turn and i'm wondering to myself how much of my life have i spent sitting and waiting a to lot. make a left turn. I don't have that problem. <laughs> no, because you probably route yourself so that you're always making right turns. That is exactly what I do. I wish I could do that. Uh, yeah, I'm not a truck driver, so I can do that. I know a guy who's programmed his phone to specifically avoid stop signs. Really? Yeah, I don't get it. I, I don't think that's possible around here. I don't know. Almost every intersection has a stop sign if it doesn't have a traffic light. Yeah, it's, it's Well, yeah, it's, traffic lights are good. Stop signs are bad. But uh, he wouldn't be able to go through half of the city we live in. Well, it's going to route it as best as it can. That's to great. avoid as many stop no. signs as possible. But anyway. Um, well, okay, so 
the reason why this thought comes into my mind this this sort of macabre thought of how much of my life have i spent doing this Mm -hmm. uh there's one thing in particular that i know that i can i can just about calculate as to something you do in your life that you spend a whole lot of and that's sleeping you spend a third an entire third of your life i think i do a bit more i'm just like (laughs) on on average what people should be getting for sleep is eight hours um if you live to be 90 years old, you have spent 30 years of your life just asleep. Yeah, but if you don't, you won't even live that long. True. You need it. True. But I'm just I'm just talking simple numbers, statistically yeah. speaking. That is where I'm kind of going with this. Um, it's, it's quite amazing to think of the amount of time you've literally spent just doing some simple mundane thing waiting to make a left turn uh waiting at uh, a loading screen uh for a video game try waiting at a doctor's office that takes years waiting at a doctor's <laughs> office at least it feels like it how much time you spend doing that how much time of my life i have spent shaving my facial hair i wouldn't have that problem and then you can get into more you know yeah. weird topics that i don't think i want to no. I don't want to jump into, but like... My, my my least favorite is waiting behind the couponer at the grocery store. Yeah, waiting behind the person who's got all the coupons and they got to pay with the exact change. Oh my God. I mean, more power to you. You get groceries for five bucks while I'm spending the hundred. But at the same time, I'm sitting there for 20 minutes because I, I hate the self-checkout stuff. I'd rather just have real people. So I just wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. I'm more of a self-checkout guy. Yeah, you just like people losing their jobs. I know. I it's get not it. people losing their jobs. I want to get in and out as quick as fucking possible. Like, I'm I'm assuming mm-hmm. whenever you go into a store, mm-hmm. you have a list. Always. But when you leave that store, mm-hmm. you've got more things than what that list was. Only usually buy a couple. I'm really good with my list. Oh, you're really good with your list. Uh-huh. Is that really good with your list? Because when I go in with my list, uh-huh. I leave with just that list. Well, I always tend to forget to put something on the list and I'll see it. Uh-huh. Like last week, forgot the kitty litter, got uh, the kitty litter, uh-huh. wasn't on the list. Are you sure? It. Are you sure it is an, ooh, look at the sale on that. Let me just grab it real quick. No, it's on sale. no, I'm very good about that. Oh, are you? I am very good. Oh, I'm so good about that. Oh, I my... am. That's why I avoid stores where I wouldn't be good at that. So, Like what? So like... This time of year, I don't go Christmas shopping. Or I don't go shopping because of Christmas, I should say. Right, right. So I don't go shopping because of Christmas either. Because it's just, it's too packed. So I go online and yeah. get what I need. Okay. Okay. So. How's that working out for you? Not well. Oh, I like that sigh. <laughs> Such a fun sigh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, see, I decided to do the, what do you call it? Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatever. It's Cyber Monday and Black Friday. So Black Friday is when you're shopping like actually physically at the store. Cyber Monday is when you're doing it online. Okay. So I did the online. Okay. Because, well, last week, my daughter fit the snow pants. Okay. And this week, she didn't. So it's like, okay, if I, I could go to the store and be trapped with all the I'm sorry, hang on. Shoppers. One week she grew out of her snow pants. Oh, it's even worse. My son. What over- did she like? Popeye, eat the spinach. It, it, it gets worse. Like last Tuesday, snow boots fit my son. Yeah. Wednesday, they did not. What the hell? This is what kids do. Oh my God. They grow overnight. 
Okay. So, so I'm like, okay, I don't need to. I, but anyway, we'll go back to the snow pants. That was the first so thing. So glad I don't have kids. So the snow pants don't fit. God. And I know if I go to someplace like Walmart, it's filled with people. And yeah, I don't want to deal with that. So I'm, I go online. And I'm like, oh, look, there's a sale on them at a store. Am I allowed to say the store? Whatever. All right. At Burlington Co. Factory. Burlington Co. Factory. Yep. And instead of paying like $40 that they were on sale for 16 Cool. Order the snow pants. All right. Pay the shipping and handling. Pay the shipping and handling. Get notified they're coming. All right. Show up when, I think it was five days later. This is the process I'm sure most people are aware of. Yep. And then you open up the snow pants all excited and hold them up to your daughter and realize that they're nowhere near going to fit. I ordered a size 14. Mm-hmm. I got a size 7, 8. The packing slip said 14. 14. But they gave you a 7, 8. And in the small print on there, it says if there's a problem with your order, you pay the shipping and mail it back to us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How amazing, Burlington fucking Coat Factory. So what did you do with those snow pants? So I said, you know what? I should not have to pay for shipping because if I pay for shipping, now I'm going to end up paying more than I paid for the snow pants. This is just crazy. So I called customer service. And? And got put on hold for an hour before I gave up. Woohoo! That so was great. then what? Then I went online and I complained to my friends. Okay. <laughs> I'm a terrible no, person. What did you do with the snow pants? Well, that's part of the story. Okay, okay. So I went online, like, I got these snow pants. Burlington is nowhere near me, so I can't physically return them. What should I do? Da-da-da, for your best inconveniences and everything you're looking for it's burlington <laughs> we suck so i went online and was talking and people were like you know it's only an hour drive to the burlington just go return it. i'm like no i'm gonna be out the gas it's gonna be even more for these snow pads no i'm not doing this and out of the blue i get a message off to the side from a friend of mine who doesn't even live in this state and said what size and i'm like what do you mean he's like I'm going to order snow pants right now and send them to you. Your daughter should have snow pants. You shouldn't be dealing with this. So uh, I think tomorrow a new pair of snow pants is showing up. So I took the old pair of snow pants, which are still brand new in the packaging, and went, you know what? My downstairs neighbor has three or four kids running around. They're all the size that these probably will fit. Let me go find out. Did they fit? They fit. Good. So there was a use for these snow pants after all yeah and they were which so is thin. all burlington cares about right burlington yep and the neighbors were so excited but it got me thinking you know social media is pretty handy as i know a lot of people are down on it you know it's bad politics blah blah, blah. but see i don't i only do uplifting stuff on my social media i probably post one thing a month but for me this past week has been really interesting though Okay. Cause like I was, you know, just online, just doing what you know, researching topics and stuff that we could talk about. And out of the blue, I got a message from a name that looked very familiar, but I didn't think it could be possible, cause I hadn't talked to the man in twenty years. Oh, okay. And out of the blue, I, I I basically said, "Hey, is this who I think it is?" And we talked back and forth. And I confirmed the identity of someone that I actually really liked way back then. It was a good friend of mine, but mm -hmm. he went into the military and disappeared. Okay. And we spent the, he called me through the Facebook, which is neat. 
called me through the Facebook. <laughs> Can you say that again? <laughs> he say called it. called me through the Facebook. Called me through the Facebook. That's a thing. Go right? on. I didn't know you could do that. Go on. And lo and behold, we got to catch up on 20 years worth of his military career. And thank you for your service. Cause it, thank you for your service. Because he, he did stuff that I'd never even heard of. I had to look up later to understand. But because of Facebook, I got to talk to him. And then that night, out of the blue, another Facebook call. Go fig. Somebody I hadn't talked to in five years. Another call using the Facebook? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that neat? Isn't that great? And he and this is someone that I actually talked to maybe, I message once a month maybe, and he out of the blue is like, I haven't heard your voice in forever. Let's just find out, you know, talk. Mm-hmm. And I got to catch up with his family. So if it wasn't for social media, I probably wouldn't have any friends. <laughs> That's what it's like to be a millennial. I'm not a millennial, but it's just most of my friends moved out of state. They were smart. They got the heck out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. And I can't see them anymore. Yeah. And let me, you're talking. That's like the one I haven't talked to in like five years in person. Yeah. He's a good six hours away. All of my friends are electronic. Yeah, lately. Except you. You no. keep popping over. I keep popping you're over. You're going to move out of state on me too? Yep. Oh, please don't. Oh, I really wish I could. Oh, me too. I'm so working on that. Oh, boy. And I'll be all alone again. Right? Isn't that great? No. How about we get into the meat and potatoes of today's podcast? Well, we're going to be talking about a a topic that was given to us by a friend of ours who was uh, wanting to hear our input because we actually do share opposite sides of this. Yes, we do. Gaming, min-maxing, and the culture of what's best versus what you find fun. So uh, they actually sent us this. I'm actually reading this uh, verbatim of what they sent. Um, One of my other virtual best friends. Yes. (laughs) Is gaming about winning as efficiently as possible or about challenging ourselves to complete tasks in our personal style? Now, I'm sure everyone probably has figured this out so far. I am a min-maxer and you are a role player. Yeah. You disgust me. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I'm sorry. You're not sorry at all. I am a fan of seeing the potential in any race class combinations and seeing how powerful they can get. And it stems back to mages being OP and I hate it. Oh my God. Yeah. But at the same time, you're missing out on the RP. No, I'm not. Because you're making something so hoopty and OP that can't be stopped that those of us that are playing normal for the RP feel like we have to sit quietly and watch it's the Salem show I'm not doing that though aren't you am I doing that yes you are examples I didn't think we were gonna get into that part examples it's like you are so into I have this skill I have that skill I'm gonna roll this for the skill I'm gonna roll for that skill I'm gonna do this that you take over how much how much time is spent me taking over going I don't time how much you? how much time is because whenever I make a move mm-hmm. in a game uh-huh. now uh here's here's let's say a and d campaign uh-huh. I was part of a and d campaign with a couple of people there was one person in particular that they had so much going on that they did their moves took maybe about three minutes which is a lot of time for one move mm-hmm. um the reason why it took so long is one they didn't prepare what they were doing in advanced. Mm-hmm. They had to go through their sheets 
and whatnot, reading over everything that they were doing again. Mm-hmm. And then they would make their move, blah, blah, blah. And they would be explaining what they're doing. And but that's not min-maxed. Explaining it. why. And sp- no, he min-maxed his character. Oh, okay. He, this is a min-max character. This is, this is the type of character that I do not do. I min-max a character, but when it is my turn in, say, combat, okay, I am incredibly simple. One-trick pony. I am going to go up against the opponent and flank, okay? I am going to roll at a bonus because I am now flanking, okay? I add my sneak attack damage, okay? I'm done. Or I'm going to intimidate, or I'm going to make darkness, or that's, I'm going to... That's roleplay stuff that my character has, and it's not me min-maxing the character. The character automatically has darkness because he's a drow. Because I could care less if I have 18s, 17s. What I care about is the story. Yes, so do I. And... That's uh, unusual for a min-maxer. That is unusual for a min-maxer. Most but of the min-maxers I, do... I run across could care less about the story. They're all about getting the most stuff so they can get the most gold so they can get the next hoopty item so they can be that much better than everybody else. And, and the story be damned. Yeah, but... Uh, what was that game we were a part of X amount of time ago that I was literally the plot hook with my min-max character because nobody else was going and looking for the adventure? Yeah. Well, again, you're different. I I, I wouldn't have a problem with min-maxers if they still put RP as important. Yes. Most of them don't. Yes. So... I think a lot of the time that I spend doing the whole Salem show mm-hmm. is role playing. Go, yeah. I'm not Go quite on. sure that's true. Refute me. <laughs> Go on, refute me. Is my is my whole time that I spend Salem show <laughs> done role playing? Not uh, not completely. Okay, go ahead. But there's a good portion of it. Yes. Go ahead. So what's the what's the portion that you're not liking here? Oh I think the way you overshadow the entire group, but that's a different topic. We're talking about min-max and RP. Min-max and RP. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you are RP. Yes. Okay. So, you, you're role-playing, you're definitely immersing into the story. Yes. What's your character's background? Which one? Your newest one. The one I just started yesterday? Yep. Well, that's that, What's your that's character's best. background? Uh, what you elf? Played, did you play a game with that character? Yes. So your character has a background story. Yes. What is it? She's a wood elf. She was raised with wood elves. They have the usual family of hunting and, you know, gathering, living, you know, close to nature, the whole nine yards, and she wanted to know if there was more. So she went out into the world, and she's starting to find that there's laws and stuff that she doesn't believe should exist, that humans are ridiculous looking for gold, and she doesn't understand why, that kind of thing. So you're an elf. Yeah. That's like by the book elf well i don't want to go too into the background because i made her very young right if i had an older character then i would have a lot more backstory i'm just just throwing that out there you literally just copy pasted the book (laughs) i did not for your your role play of your character (laughs) i've played characters in the past that had huge backstories with wars and bad stuff happening and you know all that jazz but this time I'm like, let's play something young that wouldn't have all that experience. And I didn't want to have the typical, oh my God, all my, my village was burned down and my parents are dead and everyone is dead and I must I avenge them. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in my parents have to be dead for me to be an adventurer kind of thing. No. I don't. No. 
no. my character is the way he is just because that's just what he chose. Mm-hmm. Parents didn't need to die. Nope. My parents, the, my no. character's parents are still alive. Probably very disappointed right now. So, so then we go on to the question of is gaming about winning as efficiently as possible or about challenging ourselves to complete tasks in our personal style? Um, that is actually something I, okay. It's, it's tough for me to answer this question because the games that I play are vastly single player take well they're, they're, he's talking about rp games like D or even lark yeah so here's what i'm take say castlevania symphony of the night no you it. can't take that because that is a role-play game he's talking about role-playing with other people role-playing with other people that's why i said D or lark go this with that is a right game now. that you can min max or you can challenge yourself to complete in your own personal I know, style. But that that that's video gaming that's different. He's talking about RP does this, with other does people. Does this right here say anything about video games? I know that I know between culture of what's best and what you find fun, does that say anything about video games? No. So but we are using examples of anything that we can take into consideration. Fine, but I know that's not what he wanted to talk hear about, but okay. Then you can go on and talk about what he wanted to hear about when I'm done with my example. Oh how rude are you today? Oh how rude am I today? Go ahead. But it's to help get the point across. Alright. Okay. So uh Castlevania Symphony Tonight. Mm-hmm. I play the game to get the you know best equipment that i can i equip the guy with the best equipment that i can and i beat the game doing the best equipment that i can period blah 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 but it's one of those kinds of games where you can go back and play through it again and again and again just with all the stuff that you've collected and i do go back and i put on the lesser equipment and i i use the lesser abilities and whatnot in the game to see if you can actually play through the game poorly with with your bad stuff but it's designing the way you would like the character to be designed playing with the weapons that aren't as good but i like the way it looks and the way it has different skills and abilities and stuff like that but that's video games but that okay video games by nature are made for people to get the best stuff to beat the main boss that's how video games work okay that's different okay so now your example because it's it's like say you're sitting down to D D. Are, are you playing that just to get the most hoopy stuff so you can try to defeat a god someday? Or are you caring about the different interactions with the people and the story that's being involved? Definitely depends on what the story is. So, it, when you're interacting with other people, should it all be about get me the best so I can be the best? Or should it be have everyone have fun together? I do everything in my power to make sure everyone can have fun together while also obtaining what I want to obtain at the same time. Which is the way it should be. Which is the way it should be. But that's not the way it is with a lot of min-maxers. And that's a min-maxer issue. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to have a, a game that's full of min-maxers with no RP. I can't imagine even being part of that. I've heard of games like that. I've seen LARPs like that. Where the people that were all the hoopty would talk not even be immersed in their character. They would just be comparing, yeah, I can swing 15 and I can do this. It's like, where's your character? So when it comes to women next or most of the time, their character is them. Oh. It makes it easy for them to just be them min maxed. You know why people do that? Because in real life, they're not very powerful. They're just a person who probably has some sort of dead end job. 
and they get to live in a fantasy setting where they can be powerful. Okay, I can see that. And so they'll min-max, and they will be themselves as this powerful character being. I can see that. So, but then you got people that roleplay is important to them, and they do their roleplay stuff. Some of the LARPs I've been to, roleplay doesn't even exist. Because the rules are specifically made that way i've been to those and you know what i don't do the rules i don't completely stay that way bypass rp because for me for whether it's larp or Dungeons and dragons the idea is to be someone else for a day to enjoy somebody else's life to yeah. just step away from yours for a little bit yeah that's just me though yeah. but not that i don't have a bad life i actually enjoy life yeah but it's just sometimes it's nice to be something different i know and as person playing a game, knowing that I'm playing a game, and knowing that this is what I do to be doing something different, I still have to abide by the rules of the game yes. and whatnot and do what I'm doing by the rules of the game. I played a game where 10 years ago, if you were a mage, you had verbals, and you had verbals of different varying lengths for each element or whatever that are all different between mm-hmm. each element and blah, blah, blah for the level of spell that you're going to be casting. And so one of the verbals for for necromancy was, I invade the sanctity of spirits and defy the laws of death to cast See, that's blank. really cool. I used to have a lot That's like really that. cool. You're, 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 you know, got your arms waving around yeah. like you're, you're you know, and it, and definitely time, pulling the power should. and it's taking the time. Now, this same LARP, 10 years later, you know what your spell is? A fucking point and click. See, no. no verbals. No. Is it, point and click. Because the ambiance is gone. and Five and, second cooldown. And half the time a mage spell can do two to three times the damage of a sword. So now the sword user is useless. But here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. I ignored that. Mm-hmm. And I did verbals and roleplay and blah, blah, blah for my point and click. I was an NPC played who did magic because my PC don't fucking do magic. Okay. NPC, I did verbals and blah blah blah, and I got shat on. Really? Yes. They chewed me out. That's just not right. That's why I'm in Max. Because fuck you and taking away the roleplay. You took away the roleplay. See, that's a different situation completely, though. No. That's why I'm in Max. Okay. That makes sense. So, so I guess I need to min-max more is what you're saying. Yeah. So essentially <laughs> what I did was I tried to challenge in my personal style because I found it fun and the man said no. Yeah. All right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, so now I that said, we've managed to bring everybody that's listening to us to either anger or depression, <laughs> how about a little fun thing that happened in my last D&D campaign? So what happened? Well... I, te- I tend to bring him over, and you, you, you know, you were there because you know I've had a, we had what five, six people over. Yeah. And it was interesting because there are people that it's a pre-existing D and D group. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know how they would handle cats in the room. Yeah. Turns out they adore cats. One of them has thirty-seven cats. Oh my god. I know. It's a lot. Oh my god. But yeah, not in their house. Oh my god. They're barn cats. And okay. <laughs> okay. But anyway, okay. So we're playing, and patches, oh God, and no patches is not my invisible friend. He's real. 
You sure? Yeah. Uh -huh. I've never seen him. You have too. You've been in the room gaming <laughs> with him. I have no idea. These these guys haven't seen Patches. No, they have not seen. They haven't seen us. Patches doesn't exist. Patches does exist. But anyway, Patches. No, they hear our voices. We exist. Oh, okay. We're right here. I gotta get we Patches are... on the show then. Oh yeah. But... Patches don't exist. <laughs> but anyway, Patches. It, it, it is, for some reason is playing on top of a cooler with his dice instead of the table. Okay. Cinder jumps up on the cooler and snatches the d20. Oh boy. Next, so cat playing with the dice. Next thing we know, he, he threw the die and it went across the room. So unfortunately for Cinder, he rolled a one. He crit failed. The dungeon master did see he rolled a one, so he lost his ability to play with the die. So he was out of the game, but he tried. <laughs> that's gonna suck could you imagine crit failing and then just being tossed out of the game by the dm saying, no you roll the one fuck off that's exactly what the dm just did to that poor cat all he wanted to do was play and be involved all he wanted to do was i don't know throw a fireball or something like that can you imagine cinder with magic that would be I mean, so disastrous cinder cinder the fireball cinder the klutzy cat with cinder, magic fireball that would be a disaster having a cat <laughs> Yeah, the, the age-old cats land on their feet. Haven't met Cinder. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just, it, it reminds me of, like, if I've ever played, like, a ranger character or whatnot, how uh, mm -hmm. you, you get an animal companion at, like, second level or something like that for a ranger or a druid or whatever. And I really don't feel like dealing with animal companion stats and whatnot, so I literally just get a cat and tell it to stay home. <laughs> just stay home. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm the worst ranger ever. I'm, I'm actually learning how to do that, but we'll talk about that once i get more under my belt because i've never done that before and i'm trying something new trying something new good for you mm -hmm. good for you speaking of something new oh boy one thing that frustrates me okay is i play pc yep you play console yep my daughter plays pc yep my son plays console yep my friend in buffalo plays playstation yeah so the console in question that we were talking about it's earlier is Xbox. Xbox yeah. So now we got Xboxes, Playstations, PCs, PCs, nobody playing together, even though the Xbox people probably should. And it's just sad. Cause, it's just sad. Because I because I, I used to play WoW, but I couldn't. I, I the subscription fee and stuff. I just couldn't afford it. I had to set it aside. So I'm like, I have no way to play with people. So I did an internet search. And. And I found there's a handful of games that you can play cross-platform, I think it's called. Cross-platform. Yes. To which I recall messaging you. Yes. And you going, sucks, 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 no, sucks. I don't know what that is. <laughs> what did I say that I didn't know what it was? Brawlhalla. <laughs> Brawlhalla. So. Brawlhalla. It's like very, very incredible, simple Super Smash Bros. Yep. It's real easy to play. And you're just beating people up or you're beating other people up. Incredibly You can easy team to play. beat people up. Team beat people up. Well what I found neat is I can log into my PC. My kids can log into their Xbox. My friend in Buffalo can log in on his PlayStation. I can log in on my Xbox. And we can all play together. And thanks to Discord, you can talk at the same time. So now we can beat each other up, beat other people up together. And have a ball, and it is so much fun. So, go ahead and tell me about your experience with Brawlhalla. Well, mine is falling off and dying. Yep. <laughs> it's the best. 
Oh my god, your recovery is so horrible. <laughs> if oh. anybody doesn't know how these kinds of games works, it's it's a it's a floating platform. Yep. And the main goal that people generally have is to do enough damage to your opponent to where they fly off the platform and they aren't able to get back to it and they fall to their death. death. Or you do so much damage that you just send them flying off the screen and there's no hope of recovery and they just automatically yep. die. Yep. But, I'm good at that. I'm good at beating people up with my axe. It's great. But on the way of doing that much damage, eventually you're going to find yourself hitting your opponent or your opponent hitting you off the edge where there is a chance of recovering. For no, recovery, For recovery, you have... <laughs> Two jumps, <laughs> plus you can use your special attack to yep. kind of boost yourself up That again. is the theory. That is the theory. That is the theory. Now me, I do that pretty well. So do my kids. Because Yeah, because I know that when I am at the peak of my jump is when I should do my <laughs> other jump. And when I'm at the peak of that jump is when I should do my special move. Uh-huh. I can also hold my special move and wait, 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 then shoot it off. Yeah. That way, just in case anyone's trying to pursue against me, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I've seen you do it. I've seen the kids do it. I've seen my friend do it. I've seen, but how I've do seen... you do it? Yeah. I, ah, how do you do it? How this do is I how do you, because you're on PC. Yes. This is how you do it. I hit. Let's say this is your jump arrow, button, right? Arrow. Let's say this is your jump button, uh-huh. right? You're getting flown off and you go. <laughs> I've gotten better. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. When you machine gun, when you machine gun your buttons like that, I panic. You you break yourself from your peak of your jump. You don't get as far, I've and you will better. just you just go. I like to point out last time we played, I got because you stood in the middle of the platform, <laughs> but I got almost as many kills as you did. Uh huh. You know why? Because I sat there and just weakened him down, poking, 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 poking with a lance, and then you just sat there and did your down power attack that your character doesn't move when they're doing their down power attack, and the opponent gets close enough because they're trying to attack, and you go, no, go away, boo! And it flies off the edge, and you just sit there in the middle of the arena the entire time while I'm sitting there doing all the freaking work. Well, to be fair, the last time, the kids did too. Yes. That is exactly... So your 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 son played uh, Cross. Yes. Cross who does guns. Gaunt, gauntlets and guns and one of the like the gun special move is like he just stands in place and he just kind of shoots his guns outward and he just literally did that the entire game. He stood in the middle of the platform, <laughs> did that move, did not move and just <laughs> Uh, we were, everyone else was just doing all the work and anytime somebody was dumb enough to get into the middle of the platform, they just went, boom! Yep. (laughs) (laughs) He ended up with 21 kills. Yeah, he did. The highest amount. (laughs) And that's all he did was sit there and just... It was sad. But I will point out that my son can actually play the game right and still beat my butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he can actually... He, he's actually really good. Yeah. He just found a broken way to do it. it was, yep. But oh, we're back to min-maxing. And he found to, a broken way to broke, do it. Well, it's not necessarily... You can't really min-max that game. No, just, but he found a broken. Yeah. And he was like, hey, mom, I don't have to move. I yeah. can just sit here and read my book while I'm doing this. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. Meanwhile, you got me chasing people off the cliff. Yep. And dive-bombing on top of them. No, get off my fucking island. <laughs> 
And then I, I, I end up dying in the process because I'm shooting myself off the I, fucking I just floor. have to recommend Brawlhalla just because it's, it's, it's very rare that you can find a game that your kids will play with your parents and with their parents' friends and not go, oh my god, no. It's mindless fun. And they, they have a ball. All you hear is giggling and laughter coming from where their Xboxes are. And, it's, and I'm sure my um, Xbox... But, saying bad words at my screen as I fall down to my death are amusing. Yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Discord picks up all that, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I need to mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> Slams the mute button. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I don't bother with that. Gamers, gamers don't bother with trying to mute no. their, their frustration. They just go, fuck. I made the mistake once of trying to do where you hit the button to talk. And real, forgetting that I need my fingers to actually play the game. So I spent an entire game not talking to people and not understanding why they couldn't hear me because I was a moron. <laughs> so then I moved it so it was closer to where I needed to be. But my finger would slip so I would be talking and then I would actually be doing attacks I shouldn't be doing because I was, yeah, I've been terrible. <laughs> oh my god. So glad you're not like a concert pianist. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> that would be a disaster to have. I think we... Cause I'm, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at something right here and um, uh, what I just I just came up with the question here and I'm, I'm sorry I kind of broke away. That's okay. Uh, uh, is LARP immersion hard? And I think we actually just covered that recently. Yeah. Is being immersive in LARP hard? And I think the answer is yes. Yeah. It, I mean, well, it depends. It depends on the rule system. Well, it depends on the rule system and it depends on the people around you. Because if you're in your character and you're you know wearing your garb and you're like I am this broody dark mage someone comes over and goes did you try the new ice cream over at the ice cream stand mm -hmm. it's done it's done you're done there yeah so larp immersion or immersing yourself in any sort of role play setting uh if it is more so a live setting uh say in a D, &D group or say yeah. at a larp it heavily relies on two things um, and these two things, the only reason I'm, I'm separating these two things from your own personal, you know, immersing yourself. Yep. Uh, these two things are the rules of the game. Yeah. And other people. Yep. Other people, though I mean, humans in general, are so chaotic in their nature. It is incredibly difficult to rely on other people to help you stay immersed in the game yes because i because i can tell you the larp that i've recently been helping because it's a brand new larp starting out is totally immersive and you don't and the rules actually help you with that yeah because it's very customizable and it's really a good larp called oterra but the problem you can have is you know if you get into the middle of i'm in this cool you know module or i'm doing this you know going after these bad guys and there's a pause in the game and somebody goes hey did you did you see the latest avenger movie what are you gonna do yeah it's it all comes down to people, and that's not the game's fault yeah it all comes down to really just people breaking character breaking character to talk about whatever when there's a little bit of downtime the hard, the hard part is keeping people role-playing through the five minutes it takes for them to set up the next thing yeah. and it's literally five minutes it's not that long people but it's it's hard to get people to role play when they're say collecting a uh, a um a resource node. Yes. Where you got to spend two minutes role playing to collect the resource node, where people just sit there and they'll just talk about whatever, and then you know that's it's people have small attention span. 
That's what I'm noticing. It's a small attention span thing, so... Um, I'm surprised people can take the whole hour and listen to us. Yeah. yeah, right? Like, LARP immersion is so difficult because... And I know I'm guilty of it, because there will be times where, you know, it's just... It's cold. I'm sitting around the fire. There's nothing going on for a minute because the module's going on off over there and I'm mm. not there. And I'll look over and go, wow, it's cold this week. Last week was so much warmer. Not thinking, that's the breaking immersion right there. Well, I mean, not really. Cause no, no, because the next thing you're going to go, yeah, I know. When I went to work, it was, yeah, yeah. it leads into. I mean, you can you can make that an in-game conversation. Yeah. But I, I, I get it. I know what you're talking about. Um, but and, and I don't mean to. No. But it happens. That's why I don't talk to people. Or you'll just, or it can be something as simple as, oh my God, I love your outfit. And where did, and someone will go, yeah, where did you buy that? My favorite, my favorite phrase to use is just fuck off. Yeah, you're terrible. <laughs> fuck off. Speaking of outfits though, you do know you're insane, right? Yes. You do know it's like 30 degrees outside, right? Yes. I am aware that I live in the state of New York. Why are you in a kilt? I like kilts. Okay, I know I'm a girl, right? Yes, ish, ish, ish. Okay, and I will wear a skirt on occasion. Yes, and or a dress, or a dress. But in the winter, I wear thick, very thick, yes, fleece lined, yes, tights. Okay, under said skirt. Yes, I see your hairy leg. Yep, you're, I got hairy legs. You're insane. Yeah, so I got a kilt and hairy legs. How are you not freezing to death? Uh, simple. Uh huh. Hairy legs. So you mean if I stop shaving? Yes. I will be warm. Yes. Okay, no shave December. It's no shave November. No, it's that, this is for legs. I'm making a new holiday. Making a new new uh, holiday. And not a new holiday. Ho- <laughs> new, I don't know what you call it. Holy crap. <laughs> is that ball bouncing or what? You're dropping the hell out of it. <laughs> so no shave, shave December, December. Specifically for females for their legs. legs. Don't shave your legs. And then we can find out if it's true that if we had hairy legs, we'll be warmer in our skirts and don't have to worry about stockings. Uh, you probably are aware of the fact that you're cold because you have poor blood circulation, right? Well, yeah, I know I do. So, yeah, go I, ahead. And I've got thin blood and poor circulation, so that probably won't work for me, will it? Go ahead and let your leg hairs grow out. <laughs> I mean, you do realize that I've got a full beard going. Yeah. Okay? I got my hairy-ass arms, hairy-ass legs. Hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I wear I wear a lot of layers on my torso. Well, that's important. My core. When my core is warm, my body is warm. And, and so I've heard that if you cover your hat, cover your feet, cover your core, you're fine. But I'm still thinking you need something more than nothing on your legs. No, I like my <laughs> kilt. I have prepared everything else to be nice and warm that I may wear my kilt because I like my kilt. Just looking at you makes me cold. Well, good. I'm wearing... You deserve it. I'm wearing the thickest You get what you I fucking deserve. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm gonna stay in my thick fleece, my thick sweaters, and my gloves. Okay, you, my, I shouldn't probably do wear the what, gloves. You inside, do what though. you've got to do. I like my kill. All right, I'm it's just saying you're insane. Free, ing. I don't want to know. Okay, you may be my best friend, but there's some things we should never discuss. You sure? Yeah, pretty certain. Uh huh. Do you want to discuss alcohol? Is it that time already? I don't know. 
We could discuss alcohol. You sure? It's right there. Well, yeah. It's been staring at me. I know, because this one here I'm dying to try, but we have to have a promise to our sponsor. Yeah, we have a sponsor this week. We actually have a sponsor. Well, we're, we're going we're gonna to do the, uh, the sponsor's taste test uh, afterward. Uh, we're going to do the, the one that we got here. Um, Death by Coconut. Oh, I can't gonna, wait to do this one. Yeah, we're going to be doing this one here. So I am um, sold just by around the top of the room where it says coconut, chocolate, coconut. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so, uh, normally we've been uh, cracking open bottles um, of something. Of bottles mead. of mead, bottles yeah. of this, bottles of that. Uh, we actually have uh, cans in front of us. This is a uh, 12 ounce can. And this is a 12 ounce can of Death by Coconut. Uh, we were at. Um, they even have their website on here. Yeah, we we for the picking up the uh, the drink test went out to Anticosti. Yep. Uh, in Rome, New York. Yep. Anticosti, whom we love. There. And, and when they when people. they see us there, they immediately like, oh, you're looking for something for the podcast, and they let us browse. They 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 let us browse. They they help us figure out, and they they actually do state specifically that it's really hard to help somebody find a drink of choice because tastes vary so yep. strangely they have a difficult because they got people coming in going what do you think i'll like and, and they there's go, no way for them they're them. like i don't fucking know but, but but the nice thing with them is is that they literally know that we're looking for unusual things that we're looking for just different stuff i mean how often can you find an iris style porter that has chocolate and coconut in okay, it? okay so yeah so this is brewed and canned by oscar blues brewery from colorado uh the united states of america there's an alcohol by volume of 6.5%, so it's it's pretty mm-hmm. standard for, for, for a beer. A Death by Coconut Irish-style porter. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any, like, uh, fancy descriptive writing on it or whatnot. Um, I like how it says pass-hit on the top. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, pass-hit. I don't understand that. What, I what? don't either. Um, but so, And it's got nice mountains and, a, like, a sunrise behind it. It's got a nice, like, decor on the can it's it's eye-catching it's like brown but yeah, it's a the, brown the, can like but the death by coconut is yeah. it's big white letters give it a smell it smells i smell the beer it smells like like a guinness yeah it smells like a guinness but i don't smell the coconut or the chocolate neither do i so mm. you're probably gonna have to taste the uh, the chocolate or the coconut let's give this a taste Ooh. well that's a surprise Ooh. what's up that's not what I expected at all. What are you expecting? Well, it smelled like a Guinness, so I expected it to taste like a Guinness. Yeah. Even though it says clearly across it, coconut, chocolate. chocolate coconut. coconut. Yeah. <laughs> so you're expecting a Guinness. Yes. But what does it taste like? It tastes like coconut, coconut chocolate, chocolate coconut. coconut. It's good. <laughs> it is. It is good stuff. If you are a fan of like Mounds Bars or uh, Almond Joy, like oh, this yeah. is your dream. But you got to be a fan of Guinness. If you're the type of person that says, oh, I don't like this Guinness, is a, you will not like it. This is a dark beer. This is a like a thick beer. I described like Guinness as a meal in a cup. Yes. I, I would like to definitely describe this as... As also a no. meal in a cup. No, no, no. This is a meal with your dessert in a cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a very good tasting alcohol in my opinion. What, what I find interesting is usually when you drink a Guinness, you get the hop or whatever you want to call yeah. it, the taste afterwards. Yeah. This leaves you with a coconut. Yeah, this gives you coconut. <laughs> I love coconut so much. So obviously your your tastes are going to vary here. If you don't like coconut, you're not going to like this. If you don't like chocolate, I don't I don't if care you don't, much about If you chocolate. don't like a, a dark beer, you're not going to like it. Yeah, if you don't like a dark beer, but this, oh my god. 
so good. I, How many I definitely of these suggest. Came in the packet? I think it was uh, six. It's either a six pack or a four pack. Oh, I think it's a four pack, which means the other two are mine. <laughs> <laughs> They're in your fridge, so. <laughs> All right, but while that was great. I gotta and clean I, my palate because we're gonna do two today. Yeah, we actually have a Anacosti. second one. Anacosti. So Anacosti uh, actually handed this one to us. So, so I actually I bought Death by Coconut, um, and it was X amount of money. I can't yep. remember how much it cost. I didn't really care. And much then they came over and said, "Really, we've got something that we really think should sell, but it doesn't. So could you do a taste test and see what you think?" So here's what's going on with this can that I'm looking at here. Uh, first off, it's got it's got a name. It's got a cellar door. So this is a dry hopped farmhouse wheat ale with sage from Stillwater Artisanal. But I think the problem is, is that's very tiny letters. The whole can itself has no big label, it's no big nothing. Very... All it has is teal polka dots on a navy blue background. Yeah, it's it's so we got little teeny tiny letters in a font that is just difficult to look at. Um so I can definitely see why people aren't this looking city, at this and yeah. pulling it off the shelf because there's is, nothing there's nothing catching your eye. It's 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 this looks like purple to me. Is this a navy blue? I think it's navy. Uh, the light's not on though. It's hard to tell. I... It looks like purple to me, and then you've got teal polka dots. Yeah. That is it. That is all you are looking at when you are looking at this can. There's nothing eye-catching about this it looks it looks like selling. like some sort of hipster design of course we don't we haven't tried it yet but a lot of it they has were trying to, to be abstract or whatever a lot of it has to do because i said death by coconut yeah. next to it yeah death by coconut sitting next to it looks like oh my god i want to grab this off the shelf this looks great it's got death by coconut big bold letters on a silver and brown on background. a silver and brown background you got the mountains there you got a this, lot of cool stuff this here just reminds me it and this me of something I used to see in the '80s, which was a soft drink that just sat there and it's just, you yeah, can't buy this, anymore. This doesn't look like it's like when you look at a can of Coke. First off, you're looking at red. Yeah. Red makes people hungry and thirsty. Mm -hmm. But you're also looking at that familiar, uh, you know, style yeah. of Coke can. And there's actually literally limited edition cans and and bottles that have specific looks that are eye-catching, eye-appealing. People want to drink this product because it looks good. A, a, a chef friend of mine once said that you can plate dog shit to make it look incredibly yes, good and people will eat plating it. plating is everything. And this here has no label. This here has nothing. It's, it's got nothing, well, which I suppose is why if it's you not like polka dots, well, <laughs> but, yeah, I, but that doesn't mean that it tastes bad. No. And we don't know that. Let's take a whiff. So we're going to take a whiff of this. That almost smells citrusy. This smells citrusy, which means that it, it, this is telling me when I smell citrusy, I smell very hoppy. What, so what's this, weird is it, I also smell grass. Yeah, this is an India Pale Ale. Not, not it, well, grass like you're, lawn you're, mowing grass. You're talking uh, dry hopped farmhouse wheat ale with sage. That's what it is. Okay. Sage. So this is going to be an IPA, one hundred percent. Okay. I do not like IPAs. If I don't like IPAs, I'm assuming you don't like IPAs. Um, I don't have an opinion one way or the so other on IPA. IPA is nobody some, knows what an IPA is. It's an India Pale. I hear a lot of people like IPAs out there. I hear that's, a lot of good things. That's that's the whole hipster crowd. But that doesn't mean it's bad. But so we're going to give this a taste. Uh, the smell, the smell is it, this definitely smells like an IPA. It smells like a like a Sam Adams. I'm not a fan of Sam Adams. I'm going to taste this. I'm actually, I'm, I got a shot glass over here. So I'm going to shoot it back. 
And you're just going to shoot it? Like yep. How do you actually get the flavor at that point? Lots of flavor in it. I actually don't mind this. I actually got the can right here. Let me... Alright, so... This is different. This is not the reaction that I have to an IPA. When I drink an IPA, I go... No, I, I actually I like would drink this. this. I actually would drink this. This is actually good. Yeah. This is actually good. I'm not going to go out of my way to take it off the shelf. I'd rather I'd rather drink like a Miller Lite. Well, that that's just personal preference. That's personal preference. But this is not a bad tasting beverage. No. This is good. To be honest, I normally don't like clear beer at all. This is it. This is well. It's it's got a very um not necessarily a honey flavor uh, look to it. It's got a uh, more of a yellowish uh, look to I'm it. I'm not gonna say what it reminds me of color wise because that would be wrong. What urine? Yes. <laughs> Most beers look like pee. But normally I don't drink them because I don't like them. Yeah. I don't know if it's the sage in it or what, but I like this. It actually excuse me. It actually is something that it's it it reminds me. What does it remind me of? What does it remind you of? It's gonna sound weird, but it reminds me of a soda I had once. What soda? I'm trying to remember. It was yellow. Yeah. So you're you're looking at like a citrusy sort of soda. But this like isn't it. citrusy. That's what's weird because it, it's a long time ago. It does, it's not made anymore, so I can't yeah. remember it. But this here, I would actually give to people that don't like beer, which is going to sound weird. Because I think they would be pleasantly surprised. And I think it's just because of the sage in it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to look. Um, I'm trying to look at uh, information that I can find on this. So cellar, cellar door, dry hopped farmhouse wheat ale with sage. So 6.6 .6 alcohol by volume. So pretty standard uh, for a 12, 12 fluid ounces. This is what this can is. Um. Uh, let's see here. This is brewed and canned by Stillwater Artisanal uh, from Stratford, Connecticut. Okay. Um, well, okay. basically, I think the only reason we can safely tell Anacasi, the only reason why it's not selling is just because there's not a fancy label. It's not catching people's eyes. So, yes. Because the flavor, I would recommend buying it if you like something that's a little bit different. Yeah, this is actually a good beverage. Yeah. It just doesn't look good. Yeah. If you slapped a better label on this, this would sell. Yeah. This actually has potential to be a um like a standard circulation beverage. Yeah. Because it's actually good. It just does not look it. It I, doesn't I, I would look actually it. offer this to people who like um mead, believe it or not. Wow, well, I because, don't know. hang on a second. Because it doesn't taste like standard beer. It's got the naturalness to it that gives it a more, you know, earthy yeah. flavor. Yeah, this this isn't a beer where, um, like if I if I get a uh, if I get a Miller Lite on tap, I know what I'm drinking. Yeah. If I get a Bud on tap, I know what I'm drinking. You know, it's, yeah. That's your standard. And to me, all of those beers taste the same. I don't like any of them. Bud Light, Miller Lite, they all taste the same to me. But this, I like. This, if this was on tap. And my other choices were your standard uh, bush. Yeah, we're, uh, when we walk into a lot of the bars, and I go, I can't drink anything here. If that was, if this was <laughs> on tap, I would get it. Yeah, me too. I would get it. So, 
All right, uh, let's let me just read the uh, the name of this these again. This is Cellar Door. So this is from Stillwater Artisanal. This is Cellar Door. So I so if you guys see I a approve. teal polka dot can teal polka pick dot. It up. It's it's purple with teal polka dots. That's and, the only thing that it's got. But it's and if you see Death by Coconut, pick that up too. Death by Coconut, pick it up. We've had two 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 drinks, good ones. And I I I, I got to be honest with you when when. He, when uh, when he handed I was this, a little this can to us, I'm I'm looking at it and it's from since then till now. I was like, I'm not gonna like this. Yeah, because because when when someone says, "Hey, I can't sell this," find out why. You immediately think, "Oh my god, it's gotta be a taste." Yeah, but in this case, it's label. It's it's just the label. It's hands down label. It's just the label. That is. This if is they a, would keep the polka dots and just add a literally a cellar door. Yeah, this is a prime example of don't judge a book by its label. Yeah. It's literally all that it comes down to. Don't judge a book by its label. And, and if cellar door people are listening, put your cellar door on there. Make it more interesting. Yeah, put something. Put something. Put a on picture there. of a of a door. Put something with on. cellar door across Fuck, dude, it. Fuck, put dude. Put a picture of a kitten. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's Make true. it appealing. <laughs> Make it appealing. You have such great potential with this beverage. It just doesn't look like it. But that I think is is our time for the day. Is it already that yeah. time? Are you kidding? That is our time for the day. Oh, wow. All right, then. So thank you guys for listening. Until the next episode. And, and thank you, Realm of the Mist, for having us. Yes. Uh, be sure to check out Realm of the Mist. And there are other we've shows. Got, we've got a lot of other shows on Realm of the Mist that um, I think uh, we got We got a Mandalorian review. We've got um, a lot of interviews coming from Breaking the Fourth Wall. Yep. So just uh, check it out. Check these guys out. We uh, There's more than just us out there. There's more than us. We're great. Don't get me wrong. We're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we we work with a lot of great people, and uh, we we highly we highly suggest uh, listening listening to all these great people that we have on uh, Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Okay. But uh, thank you so much for listening to the Shock Door. Everyone have a great day. <laughs>